The time has come to get ready for the 2022 World Cup. And what better way to prepare than by revisiting the World Cup's most amazing goals? I'm Brian Phillips. I'm making a podcast about the history of the Men's World Cup, told through the stories of 22 iconic goals. The show's called 22 Goals. It's out now on the Ringer Podcast Network, and we're having so much fun. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hello. Programming note. I said we were going to do a Love is Blind pod and then we didn't, but we actually are. It's on the schedule. It's coming on Wednesday. I'm really sorry, everyone. I, I just got to blame it on COVID. I have, no, I have no other no other explanation, but I basically had COVID brain for two weeks. I mean, there, we had a lot happening last week. There was traveling, there was funerals, there was COVID brain. So please forgive us. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It really is. We want to talk about it as much as you guys want to hear it. So I'm <laughs> really excited about tomorrow. I am too. It's coming soon. In the meantime, we're here to talk about these two episodes of Bachelor in Paradise. Also quite a bit of news. Let's just start with news just to get it out of the way. Gabby and Eric confirmed breakup. A fish. Gabby said that they just weren't in sync, which is like a funny way of putting it because she's like just talking to her dance partner about it with whom she has to be in sync. So I thought that was funny. (laughs) Who's surprised? Nobody. Tough time for this to come out though since she and Rachel go on the show and they're like showing off their rings and stuff. Not great. I don't know. Yeah. Gabby will find someone. She announced it the same night that she came on the show. Yeah, I'm sure that was intentional. <laughs> she announced it on Dancing with the Stars the same night she came on to Bachelor in Paradise. On the flip side, though, Gabby is thriving in the dance world. She seems pretty happy. 
I mean, you seem surprised that she's thriving with the dance world, but she is a dancer. Like, I hope she's thriving. (laughs) I'm not surprised, but like a lot of people go on this show, former dancers, cheerleaders, whatever. And it's like a lot fucking harder than you think. And she's killing it. It seems hard. She is killing it. I'm happy for her. I hope she wins. Good luck to her. Other news. You just became aware that Genevieve and Johnny Bananas had a had a romance, but I, I know that I talked about it on this pod. Maybe not with you, but Johnny Bananas got mad at me for bringing it up, so that's why I know I talked about it. <laughs> that's yeah, like really out I don't there know. Now. I don't know if it was with me, and I wasn't registering what you were actually saying. But yeah, that is weird. I do think Genevieve is hot. Just seems like interesting crossover. Yeah, I think what also came out was he was approached about being on Bachelor in Paradise. And then it didn't happen. And he's now back on the challenge, yeah. which I love. Just having a great time with the challenge back in my life. The challenge this season, I feel like it's been good. I like the format. I love who they brought back. It's a good crew. The past couple seasons have been a little eh. So, you know. It's real challengers. Yeah. Almost all the rookies are gone. So it's good. Although I'm going to miss Kim and Colleen. Even the rookies though were pretty good. Like none of the rookies were... There was one rookie team that was like a layup. And they were awesome TV. Outside of them, all of them are like really athletic and like good challengers. Horacio, professional soccer player, is really talented and also hot. I'm into him. Yeah. Also like Olivia has been holding her own. She's very strong. I They're a really good team. Yeah. Raven and Johnny were a good team. They literally got picked because they were good. Kim and Colleen did well together. I mean, Kim looked like an Olympic rower last episode. <laughs> Yeah. Good teams. You can hear more about the challenge on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. Let's go <laughs> into Bachelor in Paradise. A lot has happened this week. Rachel and Gabby came. Kate continued to honestly just I think be a tyrant on the beach. More on that. We have to begin <laughs> with this situation with Andrew, Jasenia, and NC, which is just like Incredibly embarrassing for honestly everyone. I was cringing so hard watching and I can only imagine how you felt. I was not cringing for Andrew. I thought Andrew didn't do anything wrong. And I felt like he he, he was in an, an another universe. Like him trying to handle it all. And then I felt like it was so bizarre that he started questioning himself. How many ways do you have to tell someone you're not into them? <laughs> we need to start with Jasenia. First of all, I felt bad for her. I, imagine being her or Mara at that dance. I mean, just awful. I felt bad for no, her first. At I don't, first, I felt bad for no, her. No, I don't feel bad for you. You know why? Most people in that situation are going home. Like we're not at yeah. we're not in week one. We're at the very end of Bachelor in Paradise. If you and your person broke up and you see women coming down to the beach, it's probably time for you to exit stage left. Plenty of people that has happened to, especially this year, where it's just not working out. So the other person's like, all right, well then I'm going home. Like, what's the point of me being here? Her and Mara should have gotten a double bus, thrown their suitcases on there and taken off. I was really surprised that Mara stayed after the twin was like, I'm, I'm going to go with Flo. That was so confusing. I thought she was like saying goodbye to everyone, but no, she stayed. Jasenia, while I agree with you as an adult, like, yes, she should have just left. Why was she still there? I don't know. Definitely revived some childhood trauma for me of like being of like all my friends like pair off and then I'm like left at the dance or whatever. I was just like, oh yeah, been in that sitch when as a, as a youngster, very rough. She did it to herself. <laughs> Most people are leaving. You're like, that's never happened to me. I can't relate. 
<laughs> That's not what I'm saying at all. I was taller than all the guys in my class until like ninth grade. I definitely was not picked a lot when I was younger. But I'm just like, why are you still there? And then for her to cause this scene, I'm like, he already told you. I think the number one used word on this season is bro. Bro, like go home. Why are you there? Go home. And then to make Andrew feel bad for changing his mind, I'm like, that's literally what paradise is. Are you mad at everyone? I was confused. Like, was she trying to imply that he was a player, that he wasn't like giving paradise's best effort? Like whatever she was saying made no sense. Like she's like, you're just going through girls. I mean, I was like, is there a subtext here that we're all missing? I was very confused about why what she was saying altogether. I just did I just didn't get it. It was so hard to watch. And also the fact that he got so upset over it, I was just like, he also should have just walked away. He should have just been like, I'm sorry, we're not going to find a middle ground. I'm done here. I think Andrew is too nice, which also I felt like he was kind of saying in the conversation, he was like, one thing I do like hang my hat on is being a good guy. And like you trying to paint me as something else, I think really bothered him. So it seemed like he just wanted to at least get to a point where she's like, okay, like maybe I read cues wrong or maybe you could have communicated better, but I think you're a good person. But for some reason, Jasenia was just like, mm, no, like you're not here for the right reasons. And this doesn't make sense. You're just going from girl to girl. And then she like lists the girls out. I'm like, it really wasn't that many girls. Brittany changed her mind too. So what what would you want her want him to do? Stick with Brittany and then go I know, home? Like just like, like wait the around only for her. extra person was NC, which we've talked about multiple times. It didn't seem like you guys were that into each other. <laughs> Definitely not. Just friend roses. I don't think Andrew's really into NC either. I just think he probably wants to have fun. The weirdest thing was how it came back to Teddy. It's like, I forgot Teddy was on this show. And to quote, Kate, that was eons ago. He was a different person. I was just like, is he really that hung up on Teddy or is he hung up on being sad about Rodney being gone? I liked how he was like, my friend Sarah said this to me. He was, he was like, what was really getting to him was Rodney being gone. And like, he was mad that Jasenia wasn't respecting like the difficult situation he was in. And it's like, yeah, we understand. You're really sad. Your friend is gone. I get it. But he was acting like he suffered like a legitimate loss. And it's like, dude, you can see him in a couple days. It's not a big deal. It was so insane. There was a Justin tweet last week that was like, I don't want anyone to talk about me the way that Rodney, I mean, the way that Andrew talks about me when I'm not there. And then he updated it. It was like, update. I want someone to talk to me the way that Andrew talks about Rodney. Like, <laughs> he was in love <laughs> with Rodney. He cried. Like, the crying lasted 15 minutes into this week. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's jump back to the very beginning. We'll, we'll come back to Andrew later. But wait, 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 wait. Are we just going to wrap that situation up? Like, we didn't even touch on the NC of it all. NC freaking out. I was like, is she on some kind of super stimulant that's like making her go crazy. I was like, what's going on here? It didn't, it didn't make any sense. I, she's known him for less than a day, basically. And I don't understand why she was so upset. What a bad look. I don't, what was wrong with everyone? <laughs> I had to, like, even how she was handling it. I was like, is she drunk? Yeah. I don't know if she was drunk. I, what was wrong with her? I don't know. That was, very, very weird. And like she was, go she seemed like chill, fun girl and then quickly became 
extremely freaked out. Crazy. And that didn't make any sense. <laughs> Even other people were like, I'm not really sure what's happening, why she's getting so <laughs> upset. We can see them talking. It's not like they're making out. It's in not another going room. well. Like, yeah. Also, yeah, you can see them arguing. What are you worried about? It was really. And then when she wouldn't leave, when she was like, Andrew, come with me. Andrew, let's go. Andrew, Andrew. And he just kept being like, I need to finish this conversation. He was remaining really calm. Even worse was then when she was begging him to stay. When she was like, Andrew, oh, please oh, don't do was, this. I couldn't. Andrew, I literally couldn't. Just stay. I couldn't watch it. Andrew, please. And she said it so many times. <laughs> that was the cringiest moment for me. She had her his her hands on his face and was like, I promise I trust you. Just stay. Just stay. Andrew, just stay. Andrew, <laughs> stay with me. Stay. I was like, oh, my God. Also, I feel like her handling of the situation is what made Andrew be like, I'm leaving. I have to go. Yeah. He was like, I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> I think that if she would have came up one time and been like, just making sure everything's fine, which I don't think she should have even done that. But let's say she did it once. He was like, can I please finish this conversation? And she was like, yeah, no worries. Just checking on you. He probably would have stayed. Yeah. I think he just got really overwhelmed and she was making it much more difficult to deal with. Then Jusenia being like, no, you're giving him an ultimatum. I was like, Jusenia, you started all this. You're, <laughs> you're being fucking weird too. You're both being weird right now. Also, I think because of whatever like patio they were on, were you a big Saved by the Bell fan by any chance? I did like Saved by the Bell. Big AC Slater. Remember when Kelly and Zach break up like outside of the dance, the Romeo and Juliet dance, because she calls him <laughs> Jeff by accident? It looked, it reminded me of that. It like looked like it. It was like the same kind of like deep sadness, but like the person who was really sad was Andrew, even though he was not the one like doing the breaking up. It just was like, it was really... Similar vibe. Yes, it was. Had a Sadie Hawkins dance. Yeah, They were outside. <laughs> lot of layers that correlate the whole that whole thing just like annoyed me annoyed me but also when teddy got brought back up one i was like i can't tell if this is an excuse or it's real i think it was like an explanation yeah i was gonna say too if it is real it would make sense he kind of checked out since she's left yeah i didn't even think he was like ever that into her either i just think that he i think that jesenia was kind of right i think it was jesenia i think these guys were more interested in hanging out with each other than with many of the women. Well, seems to be a running through line with a lot of these conversations. Yeah. yeah. But also I think that's partially because like these guys are young and like a lot of them have just moved to LA and they like want to make friends. Like, you know, they're like yeah. embarking on a new a phase trip. of life. Yeah. I do think though, I do think he was very, very much into the idea of Teddy. Like they both came to the yes. beach for each other. So I think like they both kind of had their hearts set on each other. And then when it didn't work, Teddy freaked out and left. And I think Andrew was kind of like, wait, what? Maybe even because she didn't give it like a ton of time. I'm sure Andrew was also semi like it maybe could have like we were here for three days. <laughs> well, he was probably thinking he could be like a Brandon and Serene. Like you talk beforehand and then you actually make it work on the beach. Yeah. Teddy also, I don't know if we ever covered this, but Teddy implied on her Instagram that like she felt manipulated by the producers. Mm -hmm. So I think she just had like a really bad experience. Now she's done with the franchise. So I, I wish her the best. She seems, she seems cool. In Andrew's defense, 
having to spend like three or four weeks, like talking about your feelings and being explicit, not only to like a person you're hooking up with, but also to like your producers and the camera has to be like so excruciating by the time MC is begging you to stay. Cause he's had to like talk about how he's feeling with Teddy, with Brittany, with Jasenia. Then he had to turn down Mara. And now like NC is like pretending they have like some long relationship that he's betraying. And so maybe he's just like exhausted. He's like, fuck this. I'm, I, I don't need this anymore, which is probably how I would feel. I mean, yeah, I'd feel the same too. Also, I think because he really values the reputation of being a good guy, I think Jasenia questioned it already had him being like, this is not worth it anymore. And then for NC to kind of pile on top of that, he was like, oh yeah, no, fuck no, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out of here. More than the PTSD I felt from Mara and Jasenia, I feel traumatized by NC being like, Andrew, Andrew, stay. Andrew, please. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, stay. It's like horrible. Question. I think we can agree she was begging, right? She was begging him to stay. Oh, 1000%. What is more painful? Begging someone you barely know or begging someone and being rejected or begging someone you have like a legitimate relationship with and being rejected. Here's the case for both sides while you think about it. I think most people would be like, well, obviously it's more painful when it's real. Like, and it's like really deep. I get that. However, with like this sort of, which essentially was going to be a, it could have been like a one night stand and like maybe led to something fun. He's just like so uninterested. Like the fun aspect of it doesn't even like outweigh anything else. And it's just sort of like, he actually doesn't even have a reason to say no, except that he's just like, I don't want to deal with you. So <laughs> I think both suck. <laughs> I think both suck. I think that something real would hurt longer. I think that someone, you know, for 24 hours to beg for them, not even 24 hours, by the way, to beg for them back is incredibly embarrassing because at least People would sympathize with you and be like, oh, that really sucks. Like she really liked him. They had a good relationship. It makes total sense for you to beg for someone back that you had like real love with. And that really sucks that it didn't work. This, there's no explanation for that behavior. (laughs) And she looked horrible. Out of body, out of body. (laughs) I'm like, she has to be watching this back like, fuck. This is what I'm hoping. I'm hoping because on the date, I was like, oh, I love NC. And then this happened and I was like, oh, I don't. I don't love NC. I think that she had to, I'm praying that she had to be watching this back like, fuck, I was so drunk. Because also when you're drunk, you get more emotional. Like how hard she was crying in the car. I'm like, that's a drunk cry. I've had that cry before. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it was like an altered state and an out-of-body experience and it never happens to her again. Just want more for yourself, NC. And like, Andrew seems like a nice guy, but like, I definitely have a lower estimation of him after Paradise than I did before. Like, he's... I liked him more as like a TikTok figure than as like someone on the beach. He seems like a fun hang and a good friend, but like, I don't know. He didn't give us much. I still love him and... I think if he was with the right person, he'd be great on this show, but he just didn't find that. Remember pre-show, I said someone DM'd me and told me that he coaches at the high school that she works at and that Uh they asked how his experience was and he said nothing memorable. And now I understand. It's more like nothing I want to remember. 
It's rough. (laughs) (laughs) I understand where he's coming from now. Well, I look forward to seeing them at the reunion next week. Let's go all the way back to the beginning and talk about Eliza and Justin. Mm -hmm. Similarly, would you, would you rather be Rodney having been dumped by Eliza (laughs) or would you rather be Eliza having traveled from the Pacific side of Mexico to Baltimore, Baltimore for a man that you literally, as he told us straight up knew for three days. <laughs> I personally would rather be Rodney. I, Are I you kidding me? A lot. I liked how Eliza just walked off, but that's really rough. <laughs> it's not close. You would much rather be Rodney. He went out like a fucking king. He could run for president <laughs> in true. two years and win. The way he went out, there's <laughs> like, obviously it sucked. He was sad, but then to, to feel how much people love you, you're like, oh, her loss. Like, yeah. Let, let's, people are really upset I'm leaving. Definitely your loss, not mine. I'm good. I should be Bachelor. That's what I would feel if I'm Rodney. They should do dual Bachelor, Andrew and Rodney together. Eliza now flew six hours and like, Gets to eat some crap. Six. I'd rather be Rodney. Probably more. I don't. I don't think there's a direct flight from Puerto Vallarta to Maryland. So to Baltimore to BWI. Yeah. So maybe, maybe eighteen hours. Got rejected. I feel certain she had a layover in Dallas or Atlanta. So I, I hope she had a good airport. I was going to say Dallas or Houston. Mm. <laughs> yeah, those are big <laughs> hubs to go to Mexico on the Pacific side. Dallas and Houston. Yeah. No, I would rather be Rodney. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Let's break down the Eliza situation. Let's. 
So break break down some tape. Justin tweeted and said the conversation that was filmed was three hours. So oh my god, clearly cut a lot out. Yeah, it must have been boring if they only showed us three minutes. <laughs> was it? It seemed like it was forty seven seconds. Like we saw basically yeah, Justin Bish being like, mm, no, bye. I kind of like forgot that happened, honestly. <laughs> I was just like, when I was like, we must talk about NC and that whatever, I was like, kind of forgot. So <laughs> yeah, it was short. Very short. I generally feel like when they like set things up like this, that it's like very produced and whatever. Justin, I'm like, did he really not know? He's like, it really seemed like he did not know. I think he didn't. He clearly was unprepared when he was like, I haven't even unpacked and they show his luggage. He's wearing like house clothes, which not dressed, by the way. Yeah, he would not, he would not be wearing that if he knew he was going to be on camera. That's his face, which obviously he makes very expressive facial expressions, but he genuinely looks shocked. And then when I saw the way he looked, I'm like, oh yeah, no, Justin is like a cleanup. (laughs) Like he would clean up to be on TV. He was wearing an undershirt. Like he was undershirt. wearing like a Hanes yeah. t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. By the way, he looked great in his undershirt. Yeah. Hanes hit him up. He's really, really handsome man. <laughs> that hasn't changed. I think I'm, I think no. I like him more. Like I was, I feel like it's been a real roller coaster. He was high then he was low and now he's back up and I'm like back into him. Completely agree. This episode, I've been mostly high, but he's had his moments where I was like, ugh, like, you're not going to kiss me on my birthday. Like that moment really killed me. But (laughs) this episode, I was like, you're back. I love you. Yeah. I mean, I also like that he seemed honest. He also seemed like pretty straightforward. I mean, it was three hours, so we don't actually know. But like, he didn't like give her like, oh, I don't know, maybe. He was decisive. Like he was like, no, this is not, this is not for me because you said I wasn't for you. And I kind of get it. Also, I liked when he was like, we met three days ago. It's just so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I completely agree with him. Like you had time. There was days between the dates and you chose Rodney. I guess you want me now, but like, I don't really want to. No, thank you. Also, I do think the fact that he was like, you flew here after knowing me three days. I think that was a turnoff for him. You chasing after me. It's not for me. Yes, it definitely was. He was like, what are you doing here? At least text me and tell me you're coming. I agree. I completely agree. And also the fact that he didn't get a heads up and it just like the cameras arrived, he probably was like, this is fucked up. Like, why didn't anyone tell me? I've just been mm-hmm. on TV for whatever. Yeah, I think the pop-up really turned him off, which like it would turn me off too. Don't show up at my house without texting me. I know. Um, but yeah, I do think the crew popping up probably started him all off annoyed. Yeah, for sure. I also think that the fact that she was like, there was so much pressure from other people, that's probably a turnoff too. Cause it's just sort of like, well, I admire her honesty. It's like, so the peer pressure made you choose Rodney. Like, okay, that's not particularly yeah. appealing. No, like making <laughs> own decisions, especially since I feel like, bad for the her. show is supposed to be someone that you're, you could marry peer pressure probably shouldn't be involved when (laughs) you're choosing someone that you might be getting engaged to. I don't feel bad for her, but I do think she was like kind of an unexpected villain. But that being said, I mean, I still like her. 
Yeah, me too. Didn't make, I just think that she not good decisions, but I like I like her. She was like a golden child, much like Rodney, and I feel like she was so high and she got knocked off the pedestal. Whereas Rodney has never been more firmly planted on his pedestal. So I think it's impossible for Rodney to be knocked off. His feet are cemented. <laughs> he is the statue of David. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I know we've talked about it a lot, but I really think we're underselling how much people love him and how this has never happened before. I even saw people tweeting last night that weren't on the beach. Like Marlena <laughs> from, from Bachelor, Susie from Bachelor. Everyone was like, please take note to how much people love Rodney. I'm like, yeah, everyone get your notebooks out. This is unprecedented. No one dislikes him. What are we supposed to take note of? We don't know why he's so loved. He seems like a good guy and sweet, but like I need details and facts. I need to understand the moments in which people fall in love. We have to get him on the pod. I just want to do like a one-on-one interview with him. It doesn't even, or two-on-one, sorry. Two-on-one interview with him. You can have it, it ha- I'll give it to you. <laughs> it doesn't you got ha- it. <laughs> I don't even necessarily want him asking questions about Bachelor. I want to be like, what are your hobbies? What do you like? Yeah. Like, I got to know, I got to know more about you. What are your values? What are your goals in life? Yeah. Who did you vote for for president? Like, things like that. (laughs) I would like to do like a two-on-one interview where it's kind of like speed dating. You know what I mean? Those (laughs) are the questions we're asking. We prepare a lot of questions. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do with Rodney because, I mean, his impact in such a short period of time, never seen it before. And not just in TV, like ever. I've never seen someone so universally <laughs> praised. Like, I'm not joking. I can't think of anything else. Like as previously discussed, even Barack Obama had detractors. I mean, like there's no one calling for Rodney's birth certificate right now. Like he's just beloved. <laughs> no, he really is. It's when we started this week still crying. I'm like, we're, it's not over. I We're know. still upset. And then when Mara came down to the beach and everyone was just depressed and she's like, what's happening? And Andrew's like, it's Poor been a Mara. really rough morning. I'm like, how many hours ago was this? Like, what is going on? I want to know if Jesse was crying ever, if he was sad about Rodney leaving. <laughs> Moving on. Callie, is itching a form yeah. of pain? I didn't look this up, surprisingly. First of all, Nomination for dumbest argument on this show. Secondly, well, agrees. <laughs> I do think it's a form of pain. Interesting. I don't, but I also don't care. Like I'm just like, I don't know. I here here. I just I just googled it though. Just just in case you're wondering, I just googled is itching pain, and it says although closely related to pain, itch is a distinct sensation that causes scratching. So it's not the same. What I what I would have said even well, before Googling it. According to Aaron, it is a facts. <laughs> facts. Itching is low level pain. Look it up. Fucking look it up. He's that was insane. I just want to note, I would have my comeback to that would have been you're talking about discomfort, not pain. Like that they're related, but not the same. But anyway, now that that's, that's out a there. great point. Thank great you. point, Juliet. <laughs> and I fully agree with that. I think that's kind of what I was thinking in my head, but just just put it in the pain bucket. But you are right. It's more in the discomfort bucket. Yeah. Which thank can you. Also, pain can also be discomfort. 
but it can right. also be itching. It right. can also exactly. be stretching. It could be, there's a lot of things that go in the discomfort Yeah, soreness. Bucket. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. These two should not be together. Their fighting no. is nuts. I don't even, it doesn't even seem like they share anything in common. Like, what do they talk about that they agree on? I think they both agree that they're both hot. That's it. I find their relationship makes them uglier though. And their relationship makes them uglier because they're like, so I mean, they bicker so much. Yeah. Also the way that both of them talk to each other is like, ugh, I hate it. I hate the way Genevieve reacts. I hate the way that Aaron talks. It's not for me. me Remember neither. in the beginning where we were like, Oh, Aaron, I like him so much. It's over. I still kind of like him, but not with Genevieve and not for, not really for anyone. I just like don't hate him as a person. Can you imagine dating someone like that? No, no. He's so stubborn without like actually having information as far as I can tell. And he is, he's, he seemed super bro-y last night. The fact that these guys just like all oh, love each other's next level. I wish I would have wrote it down. There was a quote that he had that I was like, Ugh. like that is the definition of frat boy. I will say this. I don't think Aaron's a bad person, but like would never recommend for any of my friends to date him. Hard to agree. Yes. It's a stay away, but he seems fun. Take a shot from him. Why not? You know, accept a drink and then keep it moving. Worst couple on the beach. Actually, you know what? You could probably hook up with him, then keep it moving. But yeah. Yeah, sure. One night. Yeah, seems good. Or I I don't know. Just something casual. (laughs) Just don't get involved. Worst couple on the beach though. It's got to go to Kate and Logan. There's no one else close. It's painful. What? I think I think Aaron and Genevieve are close. They're neck and neck for me. Logan was right when he was like, I'm sick of having to defend or like explain where I'm at. And like he said, I'm sick of you being critical. And she was like, um, please explain to me how I've been critical. And I'm like, well, baby girl, you may have not been critical to his face, but all of America... All we have seen you do is <laughs> criticize him for the past three weeks, probably two weeks. He should just be like, enough, I'm done here. I don't know. It's, But moreover, she obviously doesn't actually like him or want anything with him. She just wants to stay, I guess. But the way that she talks to him is very uncomfortable. I really don't like it. And I don't even understand what she's saying because she, she's looking for him to give her the out. She doesn't want to break up with him. She doesn't want to be the one to do it, but she's just not into it. Like, this is not for her. He's a boy, not a man. You know, she's she's not into it. I don't like the way she talks to him, but I really don't like the way she talks about him. Yeah. If she were able to say what she's saying about him to him, obviously it wouldn't be fun for him to hear, but at least I could be like, at least she's being straight up. She yeah. has said so many things about him. And then like he has, he gets vibes from her, but she really hasn't said anything to his face. Yeah, that we're that we've seen. Also, she keeps harping on their age difference behind his back, and it's like talk to him about that. Just tell him that you're we're concerned. You're different phases in life. That's what I'm saying. But there's so many things that she said behind his back that I'm like, do you have you don't have that energy when you're with him? In fact, you're telling him not to go on dates. It's a very tough showing. Even the end of the conversation where she was like thank you for this conversation. You know, it was hard, but hard conversations make us grow. And I'm like, grow into what? You don't want to grow. <laughs> this is over. <laughs> she views herself as grown and she's like looking looking for growth. I mean, 
Gabby and Rachel coming down and talking shit about him was kind of amazing. I just like, I liked that they were, they went in on him, but uh, also I didn't. Why not? I thought it was kind of funny. I don't know. Like, I don't know. First of all, like, I just didn't like I feel like it made them just look so bitter. I didn't like it. I have to say, I didn't, I was not happy to see them. I wasn't like, oh, I missed them. Once again, Rachel's styling and hair and makeup was terrible. And I was just like, enough Bad. with this. No, thank you ever again. I'm ready to move on. Also, they were wearing heels on the sand. And I just was like, this looks uncomfortable and stupid. And it was, it was not good. I think in general that I just don't, I hate saying this. I just, I don't necessarily want to see Rachel on my TV. I feel the same way. I'm sorry, Rachel. I wish you the best, but please, no more on TV from you. Yeah. Also, I'm just like, you were on a dating show. And, you know, do I think that, like, uh, like, why did Hayden get to come down with nothing? Like, I just didn't like how, like, he, Logan didn't necessarily do anything horribly wrong. And the way that they painted him, I'm just like, that was y'all's experience. And yeah, he went from one girl to another because you guys decided to be bachelorettes together. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just didn't think it was necessarily fair to Logan for them to just come down and shit talk him and then be like, all right, bye. Yeah. Also, a lot of people pointed out that Gabby reintroduced herself to to Logan on the beach when she got there, (laughs) which is really funny. I also thought it was funny when Logan was like, I had to leave because of an illness. I'm like, "Mm, did you? We actually don't know what happened. Also, why don't you just say COVID? Like if you had COVID, just say it. We've all heard of it. Literally every person in the world has heard of COVID as it's been a pandemic for coming up on three years. So we're yeah, aware. Which makes me think he didn't have COVID. And yeah, he just I left this to go time. to paradise. <laughs> <laughs> I had an illness. He's such a weirdo. I mean, um, the streets, are, the streets yeah. of Los Angeles are saying he's going out hard and like just really... I'm hitting on a lot of girls and and whatnot. So I assume he and Kate are not together. Sources say. Yeah, I I would assume that even if they were after last week, they weren't. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't like, I didn't like it. I don't really like that energy. I think they could have came down and been like, we didn't end up with Logan because like we didn't get a good vibe from him. But they like were really drilling it into Kate. Also, I was unaware that they were best friends. Kate and Rachel and Gabby? Yeah. Well, I think she and Rachel were really good friends. I think she told us that when she came on our pod. She she said that she was friends with Rachel. But like the way she acted. And they all... Uh, one thing that was really rude but also funny was when Aaron and, and Michael were talking about how Genevieve responded to <laughs> Gabby and Rachel arriving and they're like, she made like dinosaur sounds. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny mostly because I was like, what is happening? Like, I know people were acting like Beyonce just walked in. (laughs) I guess just whenever there's someone that you actually want to see versus like women coming in to take the guys or vice versa, you're just like not interested. Yeah, Yeah, I guess Uh, it was just, it was a lot of excitement. And I was like, are they best friends with all these people? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Very happy they left. On the topic of other things that Aaron said when he was explaining nectar, I was just like, no, (laughs) 
<laughs> like uh, <laughs> that's nectar. That, like, that's was sweet that the, or like that might have been that might have been the conversation that I was like, yeah, no. You know who loves bros? Victoria Fuller. You can just tell she loves a bro. She was very into it. She fit right on yeah. in. Tried to tried yeah. to say nectar and was like, yeah, I got it. Like definitely her yeah. scene. I don't really think Greg is broy, but I think you're just saying that because you like Greg. But we, I think he probably is broy. <laughs> he definitely is. No, no, no. He is no. I'll send you some TikToks. Just, he, just because he's like wears Converse and like hip clothes doesn't mean he's not broy like like Aaron. Okay, he doesn't like talk like that. He's not like doesn't he's not matter. Typical can, frat guy. He's not typical frat guy. Okay, fine, but he's still I would say pretty broy. Whatever. She's obviously into that kind of like really like an an alpha type of guy. So, which I respect. I think he. I think he is an alpha. Yeah. Yeah. I like alphas, so I, I respect it. I get it, Victoria. I'm ready to move on from most of these people, Aaron included. One thing that also Victoria was saying that I absolutely hate, Paradise is working. This is working. Paradise is working. It's just like, <laughs> this is not like a, a science experiment. You're not like having a potion. You're on a reality show on vacation. And it's just like, it's like I mean, a weird a cliche bit, now. It's a love experiment. Okay, kind of. But isn't it only working for two couples? <laughs> well, I was going to say, I know you like Brittany and... Tyler. Tyler. Yeah, they're cute. But that's not going anywhere. Serene and Brandon, yes, it's working, but I think we have to assume that the groundwork was laid outside of this experiment. So like, I'm not giving for Paradise both- the credit. For both of the couples that I think are yeah. working, I think there was some groundwork beforehand. Serene and Brandon, Danielle and Michael. Yeah. Full stop. The greatest, That's it for me. The greatest evidence of Paradise quote unquote working is actually Becca and Thomas. Because I think they did in fact meet last year in Paradise. Mm-hmm. And now they're adorable and engaged. And she's made him like so likable. And she just seems like more fun than ever. So they're the best evidence that like something can come of the show. But also... They seem like two unique people at like right time in life, you know? They're really yeah. cute though. He's him and Aaron were really excited to see each other. Yeah. Thomas is so hot. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> they seem to be they're a strikingly good looking couple. And they seem really happy together also. Like they seemed like they were having fun at the dance, like watching them. They seem like normal, happy, not like let's put on a show. You know what yeah. I mean? Didn't seem to be like any extra. Yeah, they, they seemed, it seemed legit for them. I was glad they were there, I guess. The dance, how did they learn those choreographed dances so quickly? <laughs> like, are those dances people know? Is that from TikTok? <laughs> no. Also, who knows how long they were filming? I Good point. just think all the time, like, they have to come up with stuff to do to, be, to have fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure someone was like, oh, let's do a dance-off or whatever, dance battle. Well, you know that the these people weren't are constantly that on TikTok. No, but they were moving together. I was kind of impressed. Yeah. No, no, no. It was good. A lot of um, men wearing bandanas like around their, like as for part of their 90s look. And I was just like, did anyone do this other than Tupac? Like that's the only person I could think of from the 90s who wore a bandana that way. Backstreet Boys. Okay. They had some bandana looks. But theirs was like embarrassing, whereas Tupac was not. 
I'd also say that in general, like I wouldn't say that bandana was like, you know, a huge thing in the 90s. No, it definitely not wasn't. That I, not that I remember. I really liked when, when Michael was like, I was in high school in the 90s. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> How old is Michael? 43? He, I thought he was 38. So not mm. that much older than us. I'm checking right now, though. I think he... I, I really... Five years in the 90s? No, that can't be right. Oh, maybe. I guess. Yeah, he was born in 1984. He's 38. Yeah, well, I was going to say, what age was I in the 90s? And I was like, one. But then I was like, wait, no. It could have been 99. <laughs> yeah. So if I was nine and 99 and he was five years older than me, he would have been in high school. Yeah. He was born in 84. So in 98, he was in high school already. That's when he started. 14, yeah. Yeah. So I don't okay. know. I can't believe... So there's the reunion next week, but there's also like one final episode of like, I guess there are overnights, like potential overnights and like engagements, but I'm just like, I can't... I just can't believe there's more. This is... It's insane how many episodes there's and been. This, there, there'll be 14. This was episodes 13 and 14, which is more than we ever have with The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Like... I'm not annoyed. I know there's a lot more people, but it's crazy. What? I'm not annoyed. Like, I, I thought just, once they said there was going to be 16 episodes, I was like, I'm going to be over it by the time. I'm not necessarily over it. I do think that this week was a little bit of a shit show. But that's yeah. not Bachelor in Paradise's fault. It's the well, people that were there. Sending in they Mara keep them and longer? Lindsay? I don't know. Send in, no, I don't think so. Sending in Mara, and they, they didn't keep them longer. It's why there's like so much more filler. It's like why we know about pain versus itching and other things like that. But sending in <laughs> Mary, Lindsay and Mara was Lindsay just stupid. Lindsay and NC. And NC, yeah. And it's NC. just like too many. Yeah. It's just, also, it was I'm like, stupid. where have you guys been all season? We had no new women all season, except for the little whatever it's called. There's less of a sense of time in the season of Paradise than there has been for all of COVID. And like, that's Ever. what everyone says, right? You've like lost a sense of time while well, really lost it after this, after this Bachelor of Paradise season. I mean, even when Justin was like, after knowing me for three days, I was like, three days? I know. Like, it seemed like two weeks at least. <laughs> the fact that it was three days and that like took place over the course of like three or four episodes actually shows you that like we got a lot of it. In fact, we talked yeah. a lot more than you would have thought. <laughs> Also, there's like been a lot of conversation about some of the editing mm -hmm. on which I thought they couldn't do that. I feel like this this year on Twitter, like Bachelor in Paradise has been super active. Like the people on the show have been tweeting a lot. I know. About what I've was edited that. and not edited out. I know. I guess a lot of them also are just probably like, I'm not doing this again, so I don't care. But maybe yeah, no I noticed that as well. So who knows? I know we have finale. I know we have reunion. But we should also do some superlatives next week. Great idea, Callie. Love how you're thinking. <laughs> it's the kind of agreement that Genevieve and Aaron would never have. We will do that next week. We'll be back later this week, tomorrow, with Love is Blind. And then got some bonus stuff coming up, too. Trying to figure that out. And next week, two episodes as usual. We're almost there, people. We're almost going to find out if this is working. Thank you so much to Jade Whaley for producing this episode. We'll be back next week. I know what? We're back tomorrow. I forgot already.
This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.